What's up? Welcome to a new episode of Q the Review. I'm your host, Keese. And uh, sorry for the delay, but we back. Let's jump into some movie news. Uh, Jordan Peele cast Steven Yeun uh, from The Walking Dead, better known as Glenn from The Walking Dead, uh, in his Us follow-up movie to star alongside Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya. So, that should be pretty good. Been uh, looking forward to some more Jordan Peele movies. He's two for two. Uh, you know, I think he's doing that new Candyman, so when that drops, he'll probably be three for three. Yeah. <clears throat> what else we got? DC's New Gods movie and Aquaman spinoff The Trench is canceled by Warner Brothers. Uh, I didn't even know they were in development, honestly. So, but uh, yeah. That's it for new for uh, movie news this week. Looks like it was a short week in Hollywood. And uh, for this week's film, we have Gotti. HBO Home Video presents a true life story. The epic saga of the rise and fall of a real life mafia don. How long have we been around this thing of ours? This goes on us. In a film packed with grand performances, Armand Asante is Gotti. I love a million. And the rules... John Gotti's story began on the streets of Queens, New York. A young man who earned the respect. I see a future for you. And the fear of his elders. It was my call. He would go. A street tough who made the cold, hard climb through the ranks of the Gambino crime family. God, I want to see you. A man who would stop at nothing to make it to the top. We don't hit now. We're going to real hit. This is the story of John Gotti. Now, this isn't that 2018 Gotti movie with Travolta. Um, no shade to that one. Uh, I actually like that movie. Uh, this one is from 96, though, only a few years after Gotti was sentenced to prison, uh, which ironically is the same day that I'm recording this. Well, not this day that you'll hear it, but uh, April 2nd. Uh, 1992, he was sentenced to life in prison on federal racketeering charges, uh, aka the, the RICO charge. Um, yeah, I didn't plan that. I happened to learn it while I was watching it and about to record it. So, yeah. Uh, let's see, you can't really find this film anywhere. I watched it on YouTube. Um, but it was crystal clear. Like, it looked like it was on DVD or Netflix or... Uh, any other streaming service, so definitely go check it out on there. And there were no commercials. I don't even have, like, YouTube Premium or anything, so uh, it's worth the watch. Just Gotti, 1996. It'll pop up on YouTube. Uh, it was directed by a guy named Robert Harmon, who mainly does, like, made-for-TV movies. Couldn't really find anything of note that he directed, but he did a pretty good job on this. Uh, the film stars Armand Asante, as John Gotti, uh, William Forsyth, he plays Sammy the Bull. Um, you got pretty much the entire cast of The Sopranos besides Tony in this film. Uh, you've got Frank Vincent, uh, who played Phil Leotardo on The Sopranos. Uh, Dominic Chianese, a.k.a. Junior Soprano or Uncle Junior. Uh, Vincent Pastor, a.k.a. Big Pussy. And Tony Sirico, who played Polly. So, uh, the movie came out in 1996, like I said. Um, 
it was a HBO movie, so there's no uh, budget or box office numbers. I don't know why HBO doesn't release the budget at least, but uh, whatever. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 60% for the critic score, 82% for audience. So decent numbers. Uh, you know, I liked it a lot. Uh, my score, I gave it a four out of five. Uh, the casting was spot on for John. Uh, I liked how the movie showed more of Sammy the Bull as opposed to the 2018 film. Um, seeing as, you know, he's not only the man that brought down Gotti, but pretty much brought down the entire Costa Nostra. Like, uh, what it was missing, though, um, is jun- is the Junior Gotti story. Uh, like, John Gotti's son. It didn't show anything of, of him. Um, you know, after John Gotti goes down, um, he takes over as boss of the family. Um, but there was no mention of that at all in this film. And honestly, now that I think about it, I suppose that was due to the fact that in 96, he was actually still head of the Gambino family and probably would not want to be mentioned in a movie like this. So that's probably why. Um, let's see. For those of you who don't know who John Gotti is, uh, the story, uh, well, it's about John Gotti, who's a mob boss, the head of a small New York mafia crew, uh, who breaks a few of the old family rules. Uh, he rises to become the head of the Gambino family and the most well-known mafia boss in America. Um, typically when people think of the mob, they think of John Gotti. Uh, he's known as the Dapper Don for his expensive tastes and uh, suits. He's known to wear like $3,000 suits everywhere he goes and change them multiple times per day. Uh, they also call him the Teflon Don because none of the FBI charges against him will stick. Uh, I believe he beat like three or four RICO cases before they finally got him. And if you know anything about the feds, they win like 97% of their cases because uh, they'll watch you for years, just continuously watch you fuck up before they even indict you. Like, you know, you hear stories about people who were, uh, you know, involved in criminal activity. They get out of it and they're out of it for two, three years thinking they're good, running legal businesses and, you know, chilling and then the feds indict them for some shit they did were doing, you know, five, ten years ago. It's crazy. So, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so life is good for John, but suspicion creeps in and greed, rule-breaking, and his high public profile uh, all threaten to topple him. And yeah. So, uh, my favorite character outside of the main character in this film... Um, it's going to be Neil DeLaCroach. Uh, he's played by a guy named Anthony Quinn. And the old man, he, he literally just killed it in every scene he was in. Like, he, he's like uh, John's mentor, the one who basically brought him into the family. And he murdered it. Every time he was on screen, he killed it. I don't think he's still alive, though. Anyway, um... I don't think I'd recast anyone in this film. I feel like the the movie was perfectly cast. Armando Sante seems like he was born for the role. Um, like I think the only person who could have done Gotti better is Gotti himself. So, yeah. And now we're going to move on to uh, 
Everybody's favorite part, the trivia section. Trivia time! Alright, so first up on the trivia, uh, this movie features two actors with real-life associations to real New York mobsters. Uh, Mark Lawrence, who portrays Carlo Gambino. Uh, he was friends with Charles Lucky Luciano. So this guy was definitely old as shit, uh, and I doubt he's still alive anyway. Uh, he would visit him in Italy, where Lucky was deported after his release from prison. And then also Anthony Quinn, who portrays Neil De La Croce. That's the uh, old guy I was talking about who killed it in every scene. Uh, he was friends with Frank Costello, uh, Lucky's former underboss after Costello had retired from the mob. So, yeah, both really old guys. And let's see, what else we got? Ah, it has been, it has long been a rule in the mafia that a boss could only be killed uh, with the approval of a majority of the commission. So uh, that made Gotti's hit on Big Paul at Spark Steakhouse the first unsanctioned hit on a, uh, on a mob boss since Frank Costello was nearly killed in 1957. Uh, several days after the murder, Gotti was named to a three-man committee to temporarily run the family pending the election of a new boss, uh, along with uh, Gallo and DeCicio. Uh, it was also announced that an in internal investigation into Castellano's murder was underway. However, uh, it was an open secret uh, that Gotti was acting boss in all but name, and nearly all of the family's capos uh, knew he had been the one behind the hit. So uh, he was formally acclaimed the, uh, the new boss of the Gambino family at a meeting of 20 capos held on January 15, 1986. Uh, he appointed DeCicio as the new underboss while retaining Gallo as the consigliere. Uh, in the film, it actually shows Gotti make Gravano the underboss, and they even have a conversation of it before the hit. Uh, however, in real life, uh, this, this did not take place until April 13, 1986, when DeCicio was killed uh, when his car was bombed following a visit to uh, a Castellano loyalist named James Faya. Faea or something? I don't know, these Italian names are killing me. Um, the bombing was carried out by Victor Amuso and Anthony Casso of the Lucchese family uh, under orders of Vincent Gigante, a.k.a. The Chin, uh, and Lucchese boss Anthony Corallo uh, to avenge Castellano and Bellotti by killing their successors. Uh, Gotti also planned to fit <laughs> these fucking names. Gotti also planned to visit Faea that day, uh, but he wound up canceling, and the bomb was detonated after a soldier who rode with DeCicio was mistaken for the boss. Um, bombs had long since been banned by the mafia out of concern that it would put innocent people in harm's way. That's very sweet of them being concerned about the public. Um, and anyway... Uh, the fact that a bomb was used led to the Gambinos initially suspecting that Zips, uh, a.k.a. Sicilian mafiosi working in the U.S., were behind the hits. Uh, Zips were well known for using bombs. So the mob in Italy doesn't give a shit about the public. The New York mob, they don't want civilian casualties. So, yeah. Uh, on March 18th, 1980, 
Uh, Gotti's 12-year-old son, Frank, was killed in a car accident um, when John Favara, the Gotti's family neighbor, accidentally hit him. Uh, soon after, Favara was kidnapped near his home, never to be seen again. It has been suspected that Favara's body was, dissolve was dissolved in a vat of acid. Um, in this film, they, they don't show that at all. Um, it actually just shows him getting shot in a tunnel by Sammy the Bull and another guy. So wasn't very accurate in that in, in that sense. In the uh, the 2018 version, they do show him getting kidnapped, and then they actually uh, like he got kidnapped outside of like this bar or restaurant, and then the owner of the bar or restaurant um, went to the police to like give a description of the guys they saw, and then the. I think the owner of the restaurant wound up going missing also. So, yeah, crazy. Anyway, during the mid-1980s, prosecutors couldn't make any charges stick on Gotti. He earned the name the Teflon Don after being acquitted of assault and racketeering charges three times in a row. And like I said about the feds, they don't really miss. So that's pretty big. Uh during his 1986 trial, Gotti avoided prison time by paying off a jury, uh, a juror, not the entire jury, uh, by paying off one juror to the sum of 60000 Uh The juror in question later spent three years behind bars for obstruction of justice. Um, not sure 60 k is worth three years. I mean, I know it's definitely not now. In 1986, though, uh, 20 k a year was probably a lot, so... It might have been worth it back then. Who knows? Uh, in the early 1990s, investigator Robert Mueller finally took down the Teflon Don, uh, putting him away for the rest of his life. Interestingly, this is the same Robert Mueller who failed to take down Trump for the Russia, Russia scandal. So I didn't know that until watching the movie. Um... Anyway, Mueller's masterstroke was when he signed a deal with hitman Salvatore Sammy the Bull Gravano, who turned into a star witness and testified against his former boss. Sammy had 19 homicides to his name. 19. All right. Uh, but got off with relatively a light sentence in return for revealing Gotti family secrets. Uh, and he's still walking the streets to this day, doing interviews, writing books. I think he even has a podcast, so it's pretty wild, considering that the mob is still active, uh, just not as big as they were in the 90s, so the fact that he's still alive uh, is probably because they don't want to draw any unnecess unnecessary attention to themselves. I feel like, uh, you know, if they were to kill him, you know, after, you know, knowing that he was a high-profile, you know, witness... Uh, it would only bring negative light on them, so they're probably just going to let them walk. Yeah. Uh, Gotti's son, John Gotti Jr., went on to become acting head of the Gambino crime family between 1992 and 1999. So, yeah, that's definitely why he uh, is not mentioned in this movie, because he was literally the boss of a family at that time. Uh, following his father's incarceration, uh, due to his ability to evade conviction, Gotti Jr. has been referred to as Teflon Jr. Uh, he actually beat a few racketeering charges as well and then uh, wound up copping a plea. Uh, I don't think he told on anybody but himself, 
just admitted to the crimes that he did and did a few years and uh, retired and is just a family man now, apparently. Yeah. And now we're going to move on to the top five. Top five. All right. So for this week, uh, it's going to be top five mob movies. Um, I bounce back and forth between number one and number two. It really depends on which one I've watched more recently. Uh, so for the sake of this list, I'm going to tie them and I'm going to give y'all six. So uh, number one and, you know, yeah, number one is going to be Goodfellas and Casino. Like I said, I switch back and forth, can't figure out which one is better than the other. So they'll both be number one. Uh, number two is The Godfather Part Two, uh, a rare case where the sequel is better than the original. You know. uh, number three is going to be the original Godfather. Uh, number four is going to be Black Mass. Um, I like that. Uh, we got to see something besides New York Ita Italian Mafia. Uh, and Johnny Depp just killed it. Um, it may be like my favorite role of his. So like, if you haven't seen Black Mass, check it out. Uh, it's about Whitey Bulger, uh, Italian mob dude in uh, in Boston. Uh, actually caught him out in Santa Monica maybe 10 years ago. Uh, he was on the run for a very long time. Uh, check it out, though. Good movie. And then number five is going to be this Gotti movie. Uh, and I know that there are, there are mob movies that are better, uh, like The Departed, um, but when most people think of the mob, like I said earlier, they think of John Gotti. Um, it's the first name that comes to mind, and it's cool to see a story about him. So that's why it's going to get, uh, you know, number five over some of the better mob movies. Because um, it's about an actual mob boss. Anyway, uh, honorable mention goes out to The Sopranos. Um, I've been rewatching on HBO Max, and i got to say, the show is so much better as an adult. Uh, as a grown man with a family, like I catch certain things now that as a kid went right over my head uh, because back then all I really cared to see was the mob stuff. So uh, it's actually a pretty good show, pretty deep. Check it out if you've got HBO Max. Uh, I mean, it's like six seasons, so it's a long watch. I think I'm up to like the middle of season four. So, but yeah, it's great. Enjoying it. And that's it for this uh, week's episode of Q the Review. Um, follow me on Instagram, the letter Q underscore the underscore review, uh, like, listen, share, subscribe, leave me that five star rating on, uh, iTunes or, you know, Apple podcasts, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend, just randomly share with people. And yeah, that's it. I'll catch y'all next week. Hopefully. Makes you think. Makes you think about the people in your life. And I think of Neil. And if he was sitting there right now, what he say to me? He'd say, John, what's it about? What's life about? You don't go through it as a man's man. You say, suck it up. Take the fall. Do the time. This made you who you are. That makes you what you are. How long we been around this thing of ours? This goes in Austria. 120 years. I mean, what's it about? It's about the rules, parameters. And you take the beating for the fun, you don't run, you don't lay down, you don't betray who you are, what you are.
Self-esteem. Self-esteem is basic. You pick it up in the street. That goes with the street. You got to remember Angie. I love this guy. I loved him. And he was stupid. He never listened to me. He was one of the goddamn dope money. He never rolled. Do you know that? He never rolled. My brother Gene, Joey, the Mick, they don't roll. They're doing a thousand years now. They don't roll. They don't rat white. That's the rule. You don't break. You don't rat. Basic rules. Gives you a little power, right? Not the kind of power these feds have. God forbid, right? God forbid we pull that chain in public. Right? Fucking dress better than they take it personal. Like it's a fucking vendetta. Right? They're supposed to act better than the rest of us. Just want me to be something I wasn't even born to be. Humble. Humble. They want you to be humble. Yeah, so you humble me. What you got now? You got a war? You got a global war? You got the Chinks, you got the Dominicans, the Asians, the Russians, the Colombians, the Jamaicans. What they doing? They desecrate the nation. You got your veritable fucking snowstorms of cocaine and smack, whatever the hell else they shove in their veins. You got a worldwide crime syndicate now. There's no rules. There's no parameters. There's no feelings. There's no feelings for this country. Anarchy. You got anarchy. So? Five, ten years from now. They're gonna wish it was American Cosa Nostra. Five, ten years from now. They're gonna miss John Gotti. <laughs>